0: boys and girls welcome back to another episode of talking halos i am your host today jared Timms, and welcome to the minor league opening day special it has been way too long since we've had minor league baseball and i am excited to talk a little bit of minor league baseball with you but as always i am joined alongside my co-host my partner in crime today nate green nate how you doing
1: i'm doing good how about you
0: jared i am not doing too bad i know that you don't know too much about the minor leagues well as much as I do. And not to be that guy like I'm blowing my head up a little bit here. I'm getting a big head. My head's getting a little swole here trying to talk minor league baseball with you. Because I'm not you know, the guru, but I do know a lot about the minors. And I, I love them. I love seeing everybody. So, Nate, let's start it off. What minor leaguer are you most excited to see that's not named Joe Adele or Brandon Marsh?
1: Tyron Paris is one of my favorites. Um, I, I'm really hoping that... Uh... To get out to an Inland Empire game to see him because I believe that's where he's going to uh, start his um, season off this year and I, I would love to see him uh, kind of soar through the system because I, I think he could really help us uh,
0: quickly. He is actually starting the season out in Inland Empire and it is going to be a lot of fun. I, yesterday was opening day. We Forewarning on this so I don't mix anybody anybody up. We're recording this on Monday at 11.30 at night. <laughs> I don't want to mix anybody up while I'm saying this as you know, we're going forward. I'm going to try to play it as yesterday was minor league opening day and we've already talked about this. I wanted to go over rosters. I wanted to go over guys that we like, guys that we may not like as much and just kind of clue you guys in on who you should look out for, who you shouldn't look out for. You know, Just talk some baseball. I Talk some minor league baseball with you guys. But first, before we get going any further, I want to say thank you so much for making Talking Halos the best Angels podcast out there. I really do appreciate it. If you had any questions, comments, or even wanted to join us for a podcast, let me know on Twitter at Jared underscore Tim's. You can let Nate know on, at nate green 34 and you can also message us on any of our social medias whether it is instagram twitter and facebook as always please subscribe to this show leave us a review let us know how we're doing whether it's good or bad how we can make this show better how we can you know bring more happiness to your day i don't know if that's our job but i'd like to think that i bring a smile to everybody's face when you hear my voice I hear you laughing. It's not that good. I'm, I'm messing with you guys. I'm just excited to talk some minor league baseball. But first, before we get going, give us one minute to pay the bills. Some mornings you wake up feeling ready to just pull the covers back over your head and go back to sleep. No judgment, of course. But let's make having the most comfortable sheets the reason why. Don't love your sheets? Brick linen has you covered. They work directly with the manufacturers to make luxury available directly to you without those luxury-level markups. And Brookline is much more than just sheets. They've got comforters, pillows, towels, even loungewear, and so much more. So go to brooklinen.com and use the promo code BUDS, B-U-D-S, to get 25% off when you spend $100 or more. Plus, you get free shipping. Check out the description box for more, but that's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com and enter promo code B U D S all in capitals to get twenty five dollars off when you spend a hundred dollars or more. Plus, you get free shipping. All right, Nate, where do you want to start with minor league baseball? A? or do you yeah, want to start I was a triple? Since you're going to be there, Inland Empire, we might as well start there. I will be there. Like I said, we're recording this on Monday, opening day is tomorrow. You're listening to this on Wednesday, so opening day was yesterday. Not to confuse anybody, but it's going to be a lot of fun. So let's go through the. Inland Empire 66ers now low A affiliate of the Angels roster. A couple guys. Well, just kind of go through who some names you should probably look out for that you know make make an impact at the major league level someday. Kelvin uh, starting with pitchers. Kelvin Caceres, Jack Dashwood. I'm kind of a fan of Julio Goff. I haven't seen him too much, but some stats say that might be kind of interesting. Jack Kachanowicz and a top prospect for the Angels. Adam Seminars the. Third or the fifth round pick out of Long Beach State from last year. Ryan Smith is another interesting guy, and John Swanda. So I guess we can honestly, Nate, is there anybody in there besides Jack Ochanowicz that you know you might want to talk about? Did you actually ever play against Adam Uh I
1: actually played with his brother. He's um, a Chino
0: kid, I believe, right? They went to yeah. Chino, yeah. Chino his High brother
1: School. and I went to FJC together the year after Jose Rojas and I played together.
0: Um, wait, what did like, name uh, drop, by the way.
1: Hey, you know, got gotta throw that one in there. I played,
0: um, I played against Bryce Harper, so <laughs> uh,
1: you killing me. But um, no, yeah, I played with Seminaris' brother, and you know, he talked about his his brother a lot. He was like, "Hey, my my brother's lefty. He he's really good." And you know, getting to see him at Long Beach State, I got to see him throw a couple times, and. It, it's interesting, I mean, low 90s, but um, kind of the old school type of pitcher where he hits spots, changes speeds, and uh, was very successful doing that. I mean, I, I think one time he, in one of his outings he had a no-no and had like 15 Ks, which is uh, very tough to do in college baseball, especially since teams try to force the issue with bunting and and crowd the plate and make it really, really tough on on pitchers. So, yeah, I, I'm interested to see what he looks like um, and, and and how successful he is in uh, in the Inland Empire.
0: Yeah, Seminaris is interesting. I Right after the Angels drafted him, I gave him a Jason Vargas comp, and I don't know if it's fair because they both came out of Long Beach State, but it's sometimes a fun thing to do, and both lefties, like I said, coming out of Long Beach State with not very overpowering stuff, Though Vargas did have overpowering stuff when he came out of, when he came out of Long Beach State, that was for other reasons though. But he, I, I think it's going to be very similar. I I do agree with you, and I, I like Seminars. It'll be interesting to see what what he's about in the minors. I think it's going to be a lot of control, and I think it's going to be a lot of mixing in a lot of off speed. But again, nonetheless, it's going to be a lot of fun. My guy to look out for is Ryan Smith uh lefty doesn't throw not a huge guy 511 but will light up radar guns i've seen him up to 99 if i'm not mistaken at least nine at least 98 don't quote me on 99 i apologize if you're listening to this and you said oh he's up to 99 i don't i don't think i've seen him up to 99 definitely have seen him up to 98 definitely somebody to watch out for undersized left-handed reliever but one good off speed pitch i think he drops in either curveball or slider that's pretty good and it'll be interesting to see. Undersized, like I said, but throws gas from that left side. Kind of reminds me a little bit of an undersized Connor Higgins, and that's a guy we'll get onto when we get to double A. So when it comes to the position players behind the dish, it's going to be Gustavo Campero and Kiner Pena. The infielders are going to be, and guys, hold tight with me on a, on names because I am the worst at names, and when it comes to minor league names and the island names is what i like to call them i am the absolute worst so hold on tight with me on these and the infielders are going to be jeremy aracho jose bonilla spencer brown jeremiah jackson braxton martinez kyron paris and the outfielders are going to be elijah green uh yeah elijah green jose reyes eric rivera caleb Scriers, i believe is how you say it and edwin yawn so nate Pick a guy. Who do you want to talk about? I think I know who you want to talk about, but pick him so we can talk about him.
1: I mean, I already mentioned Kyron Parrish, so we can go ahead and talk about him right away. It, it'll be interesting to see uh, who starts up the middle because Jeremiah Jackson's on that list as well. So you could see uh, Jackson playing second, don't you think? I, I
0: asked that question, and it's gonna, we're going to have to see how it goes on it
1: could be a a day-to-day thing yeah one guy plays and the other guy switches or whatever
0: yeah that that's what i believe what the plan is going to be we won't know until it really starts going i don't even think that perry manasian knows but it's going to be a question that will get brought up to manager jack howell for sure in the first few days and i'm super interested to know what they're going to do with that whether it's i've always thought that Jeremiah Jackson may not play short, so maybe this is now the time when Jeremiah Jackson moves off a of shortstop, but he is extremely athletic and it wouldn't surprise me if he decided to stay there. So I think Kyron Paris stays at shortstop long term, but we're just gonna have to wait and see. I really like Kyron Paris, by the way. I know yeah, you I know I, you do too.
1: I love him. I think he's gonna be a really good player, hopefully, uh in the angels system.
0: Definitely. I I think he's a mainstay. He might be the Angels' next big shortstop, if they don't go big time contract in the next, you know, what we talked about shortstop contract year. So, my guy to watch out for is going to be Jose Bonilla. Uh, big, uh, big right handed bat. I think there's a little bit of power there. Can I don't know where he's going to play, whether it's third base, second base, probably a little bit of first base as well. It, it'll be very interesting to see, but. Honestly out of all four of the teams we started with the best one we really did yeah. there's there's a lot of good talent on this low a uh, inland Empire sixty sixers team and it's gonna be a lot of fun to see even a guy like Spencer Brown who most of you guys have probably never heard of really fun swing and it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun to see all these guys do their thing like the there isn't a like this offense might be one of the best that is ever lined up for the angels in the minor leagues ever like I'm not exaggerating about this it's it's going to be a lot of fun there's a lot of power there's a lot of ball to bat skills there's a lot of athleticism the rotation and the bullpen might not be great but the team in general is going to be a lot of fun so let's move on to the Angels new high A affiliate the Tri-City Dust Devils and the pitching will go as followed Luis Alvaro, wow, Davis Daniel, Cole Dunsing, Aaron Hernandez, Dustin Hunt, Eric Julio, Dylan King, Zach Christofak, Zach Lingenfelter, Christopher Molina, Kyle Molnar, yes, UCLA guy, Kyle Molnar, Robinson Pena, Luis Ramirez, Tyler Smith, Chad Skies, Greg Valise, and Hector Yon. Yon is on the 40-man. If you've heard that name before, that's where it is. So, Nate, any pitching here that you like? I know this is probably a lot of names you've never heard of, but any pitching that you like?
1: The only reason I've heard of a couple of these guys is because I am a huge college baseball fan. But um, Hector Yon is, I I know, the the reason I'm just bringing him up is because he's on the 40-man and he's here. Um, I think that's very interesting that he's still on the 40-man and here. Um, so I'm really interested to see what he looks like. Um, where do they use him? How do they use him? And yeah, I'm, I'm just really curious to see how long he, he has here.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I think he's a reliever down the road. So at some point, if the angels need to, they may drop him from the, uh, the 40 man roster. I don't know when that's going to happen. If that ever will happen. But I do think he's a reliever down the road, and it just depends on if the Angels want to take the chance to of losing him. Because I don't think he's all that close to being Manchester League ready. but I think that they could possibly use him in a pinch. I, I don't know. It, it'll be super interesting to see. So, Tyler Smith, as always, the fan of the show. He came on and talked a little bit of pitching with me a while back. It was great talking with him, but he is not the guy that I want to talk about. Kyle Molnar is the guy. He'll be making, I believe, his professional debut. He may might have pitched a little bit in the A.Z.L., but at one point he was projected to be a first round pick, and I believe he had some arm issues and maybe had Tommy John twice, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong, but I think he had Tommy John twice, and now it's time to see what he can do, in a sense, and see if he can contribute. Because I, I, it'll be interesting. That, that's my guy to watch and see how he does this year so on to the position players catchers Ty Green Franklin Torres Harrison Winson the infield goes as followed Brennan Davis Carlos Herrera Preston Palmero Adrian Rendon Levon Soto and the outfielders the always famous Jordan Adams Francisco Valle, Pedro Diaz Jose Verrier and Dreverat Dravian. wow Williams Nelson so Nate just talk about your boy because I think yeah. that's the only guy that you know here.
1: Not true. Uh, I, I think I know who you're going to go with, too, because I, I think I know. I could be wrong. but I think any... you are. Huh?
0: I think you're wrong, because I don't think you know who I'm picking.
1: Okay. Well, we'll see. Uh, but Jordan Adams is, is my guy here. Um, absolutely love him. Um, Byron Buxton comp, I believe, is something that you have given him. And I, I've been on the Byron Buxton is a very good player. And I've been texting you every single day. Byron Buxton continues to go off, just reminding you how good Jordan Adams could be. And um, hopefully we get to see that guy in center field with, uh, probably two, three years from now. And that would probably be when Trout starts to move to a corner, would be my guess.
0: Yeah, I I think that if anybody is Trout's replacement, in a sense, and I'm air quoting that because Trout's not replaceable. But I think it ends up being Jordan Adams, which is, in a sense, kind of like replacing Derek Jeter. How Didi did it, you know? I don't know if you remember that. I think oh, Didi... Oh, absolutely. That, that's it's, what it's like.
1: It's it's uh, not,
0: not an easy one. No, not not easy to replace Trout in center field. Not that he's going anywhere. Like, you move him to a corner position or he DHs. Or, I've always thought, oh, might, maybe Trout can play first base. I don't know if that'll ever happen, but it it, it might be kind of interesting. But I think he... He plays a corner position at some point and I think that Jordan Adams might possibly be that guy that says, All right, Trouty, you're moving. It's kinda of like the Peter Borges to Torrey Hunter thing, in a sense. So my guy is Adrian Rendon. Is that was <sighs> I that your thought
1: favorite? You were going to move on Soto.
0: No, I like Soto, I do. it'll just be I'm on the I'm on the Adrian Rendon hype. I really am. I think that's a guy that you're gonna have to kind of watch out for. There he was a top prospect with the Tampa Bay Rays. The bat really hasn't come around. I don't know what position he's gonna play. He's kind of Kevin Maeton a little bit, but I don't I think he's better than Maeton. The bat is the big thing. He's he's got big time pop. It's just if the swing and misses go down. That that's that's gonna be my big thing with him. So Another guy, if I have, I'll, I'll throw out another name. Love Francisco De Valle. I'm glad that he's found his way up to high A again, and it'll be interesting to see. I've kind of thrown a Joey Vado, a Joey Vado, swing comp on him. I'm not saying that he has the eye or is going to have the power, but it's kind of interesting to see the swings, and I think they're kind of similar in a sense. You know that weird swing that Joey Vado has. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's kind of like that. So let's move on to the new A affiliate for the Angels, the Rocket City Trash Pandas. Question for you, Nate. Is this the best name in minor league baseball? That's putting, you on, that's putting you on the spot because there are a yeah. lot of good names in the minors.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Just because I'll be biased, I'll say yes.
0: I like the Montgomery Biscuits. I'm a big Biscuits fan. I don't even know if they're around anymore because of everything that happened in the minor leagues, but I was always a big Montgomery Biscuits fan. So let's get on to the Rocket City Trash Pandas roster, and their pitchers go as follow. Adrian Almedia, Nathan Bates, Denny Brady, Cooper Chriswell, Reed Detmers, who's getting the opening day start, Jonathan Diaz, or Jonathan Diaz, apologies, Travis Heron, wow, Travis Hearn, Connor Higgins, Jake Lee, Kirian Lovegrove, Packy Naughton, Oliver Ortega, Hansel Rodriguez, Keith Rogala, and Kyle Tyler. Nate, take it away. Who do you like? Just say uh, Reed Detmers so we can talk about Detmers.
1: I was actually going to say uh, Packy Naughton is the interesting guy for me here. Um, obviously, we're all excited to see Reed, Detmer, Reed Detmers throw. Um, we're excited to see how he looks in Double I think you and I both agree that AA is the right spot for him keep him out of triple-a as long as possible but um no i'm inter- i'm i'm kind of curious to see uh not here um you know 25 years old uh big piece in the brian goodwin trade um haven't really seen too much of him uh since that trade but I- i'm just curious to see if he's going to be worth it like is he better than jose suarez is he better than um Patrick Sandoval. I I would say no, because I really like Patrick Sandoval. He threw well um in the game for the Angels on Monday night. But yeah, I'm I'm really curious to see what he looks like. And maybe the double A thing is is something that we've talked about where it's it's probably better for pitchers that they want to develop to be in double A rather than triple A, and you can talk about that a little bit uh after.
0: Yeah, I, I, I like Naughton. I think that he's an interesting left-handed reliever. I don't think he ever gets a chance to start. But it's a funky arm angle. It's funky stuff. And I, I think that there is something there to be said. My guys, Oliver Ortega, kind of came out of nowhere in Inland Empire in 2019, I believe. Yeah, it was 2019. Came out of nowhere. Just started throwing gas. He made the All-Star team. I think Baseball America posted some stuff about him hitting 97 to 99 at the All-Star game. Throws some absolute fuzz. Backs it up with, a, I believe, a nice slider. And... Possibly a nice mate uh, he'll probably see his way up to the major leagues at some point, probably next year, as the Angels are gonna have to redo their bullpen. So watch out for Ollie Ortega. And yeah, back on to what you're saying about developing pitching. Why would you want to send them to AAA where a good ERA is 5.0 to 6, even 7 is a good ERA? And why not leave them in double a where they're not going to get hit too much their ball's going to move better rather than pitching in that high altitude in utah and yeah it just it makes way too much sense to not or to leave them in tri- in double a and this is i think triple a for a lot of pitchers and i think that it wouldn't surprise me if we started seeing guys even Reed Detmers after maybe three or four starts, get the call. I I really, especially with the way the Angels rotation's looking, it wouldn't surprise me at all. So let's move on to the rotation, or not the rotation, position players, catchers, it'll be Michael Cruz, Matt Jones, and Anthony Morine, who we saw a lot of in spring training. Infielders are going to be Jake Gatewood, Ibandel, Isabel, David McKinnon, Mitch Nay, and Michael Stefanik, the Westmont native from Idaho. Outfielders are going to be Reed, Patrick Ditter, Spencer Griffin, Torrey Hunter Jr., Orlando Martinez, and Izzy Wilson. Nate, take it away.
1: I think Anthony Molrine is going to be the key guy. I think you kind of see the catching depth is very thin after after Max Stassi and Kurt Suzuki, I guess. I think to see Molrine really develop here and become a really good catcher and a, a pretty good hitter is going to be very important for the Angels. Um, and I love to shout-out Torrey Hunter Jr. I know he's old, 25, I believe, maybe turning 26 this year, but it's just really fun. I was a huge Torrey Hunter fan, so to see his kid in the Angels' system still grinding it out is, is awesome, so I'd love to shout him out real quick.
0: Yeah, Torrey Hunter Jr., the man. Uh, Notre Dame kid, played some football there. Would have been interesting to see what he would have done if he just played baseball, but, hey, it's good to see him in A. My guy is... Michael Stefanic. I wanted to say Orlando Martinez cuz he's one of my that's, favorites.
1: That's why I left him for you.
0: Yeah. Orlando Martinez. Orlando Martinez is fun. I'll talk about him a little bit. He does everything really well. He doesn't do anything great, but he does everything good. He's going to run quick for you. He plays pretty good defense. He hits he's going to hit the ball well. Probably a fourth or fifth outfielder at the major league level someday. Probably somebody you should probably keep an eye on. Wouldn't surprise me if he made it quickly to AAA. On to Michael Stefanic, kind of an under the radar guy. I think the Angels, he's undrafted, finding his way to double A, isn't going to do anything great either, but he's not, doesn't do anything bad, like, doesn't have a lot of power, but good bat ball skills, plays defense, but kind of like that Jose Rojas, isn't going to have an exact spot. I think he can play second base, but we'll just kind of have to wait and see, and undersized, out of an NAIA out of Idaho, as well, one of the few professional baseball players that came out of Idaho. Just a couple guys to keep an eye on there. So, on to our last spot, which is Triple A Salt Lake. And the roster goes as followed, p- pitching wise, should I say Jaime Bria, Boomer. Hold on tight with me on this one. This name is extremely difficult. Boomer. Big Alinsky, I probably screwed that one up. Wow, I'm so bad. Jake Faria, Thomas Panone, Dylan Peters, Jose Quijada, Noe Ramirez, AJ Ramos, Jake Reed, Zach Ryan, Patrick Sandoval, Jose Suarez, Andrew Wants, and Austin Warren. I don't think we really have to go over any of these guys because there's not really any prospects here. We can go over position players, but I mean, Nate, anybody you see as being key factors down the road.
1: Uh, and I mean, Patrick Sandoval's on the roster, but he yeah. got called up on Monday, so he will probably be on the Angels' roster until Mike Myers clears COVID protocol, So, yeah, that's that's the only thing I have to say about the pitching. Is a lot of big a, a lot of big big league guys on the pitching staff, guys who have pitched in the bigs before. Which it is what it is. <laughs>
0: Interesting saying. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. I think A.J. Ramos might have a spot eventually with the Angels. I don't know what kind of spot, but it'll be interesting to see. Uh, the W brothers, Watson and Warren, are going to be kind of interesting, and I guess we can kind of just move on to our position players. Joe Adele, Luis Avilas Jr., Phil Gosling, John J, Jack Krueger, Juan Ligares, Brennan Lund, Luis Renifo, Matt Thies, Taylor Ward, and Keen Wong. Nate, you mentioned angels not having a whole lot of catching depth jack krueger is there i think he's going to get the call to the major league level at some point sometime soon but you do need to add him to the 40 man but there is something there it's decent defense the bat might not be 100 percent there and it's interesting and you guys might be wondering where is brandon marsh he is starting the season on the and i'm putting this in air quotes il uh labrum issue the same thing he had in spring just going to take a little bit more time Again, I don't think we need to really talk about these guys too much. The big question is how many home runs are gonna be hit in Salt Lake this year?
1: Your your boy's not even here. Your boy's in double A too, so that that could make the uh the numbers go down just a little bit.
0: Yeah, yeah, a couple guys that aren't there that I was hoping were gonna kind of be there and be big power. Abandel Isabel, Gareth Morgan, not too sure where he is. Joe Adele is here and he's I think he's gonna just absolutely crush the ball. And it wouldn't surprise me if somebody hit 50 home runs in the PCL this year, depending on how the balls are. So, Nate, any final thoughts on the minor league season before we get going here?
1: No, hopefully uh, we can stay healthy down there and and really develop a winning culture. I think that's a big thing that, that the Angels have not seen for a while down there is a winning culture. And I think that when you win in the minor leagues, it translates. So I would love to see that start to happen. 100%,
0: 100%, I want to see the Angels win down the minors so they can start winning at the Major League level. I think that's where it all starts. I, I agree with you. That's a, that's a great point to bring up. So, guys, you can follow myself on Twitter at Jared underscore Tims. You can follow Nate at NateGreen34. Please subscribe to this podcast. Give us a review. Share us to a friend. Let them know we're the best Angels podcast out there because I think we really are. So, guys, as always, thank you so much for listening and have a great rest of your day.